Hey guys, welcome back to FMQ Podcast, well, FMQ Talks with Miss Ola. I'm your host, and today I have a very, very special guest, and it is my girl, Tomi. A lot of y'all know her as Tomi Told You, but this is my sis, literally one of my closest friends ever, Um, and I just wanted to have her here on the podcast, honestly, just to come and tell you guys a little bit about what our topic is going to be about today. So, you guys are here for FMQ Talks, Word Queens, hashtag grow. If you have not followed us and subscribed, stop what you're doing right now. Stop listening to us right now and get that done, okay? Um, so I'm just going to let Tomi introduce herself. And I just kind of want you to tell me what you do for a living. Um, kind of, I guess you can give them a little bit of a snippet on what you're about, your creativity, and all that kind of stuff as well. So we can go ahead and get started. Yes. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Tomi. I go by Tomi Told You um, on all social media platforms. Um, yeah, what I do for work? Well, I am, well, I actually have three jobs. Um, <laughs> but my full time, I am a program analyst. So, like project management um, is kind of what I do. And then I do something similar in um, one of my other jobs. And then the third one, something similar as well. So I'm, I'm just leave it a little vague like that. Um, but I'm very happy to be here. I'm also um, a student, a master's student at University of Maryland Global Campus. Um, I create content on Instagram, TikTok, just like lifestyle, motivation kind of content. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Yes, we're so excited to have you, <laughs> honestly. And I couldn't imagine doing this topic with anybody else, truly. And I think that's why you don't have to have you here or whatever. Um, especially because I feel like we've gone through friendship hurt uh, with each other. Um, and I think, I won't say experience is the best teacher, but I would say that it taught us a lot. So I kind of want us to just dive in a little bit. So this topic, like I said, is going to be about friendship hurt and healing, not just the hurt part. I feel like a lot of us only focus on the hurt and what somebody did to us, um, but we don't focus on how to heal from it or how to move past or if you should reconcile and rekindle that friendship or not. Um, So I kind of want to start there. So you can kind of give them a glimpse a little bit about our story, I guess, and I can fill in the blanks. (laughs) I can fill in the blanks and stuff and kind of like, you know, our journey and where we are now. You can just fit that in like two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, real short and sweet. Um, No, we have known each other since high school. Yeah, of high school, um, based off the church we went to Jesus House DC. Um, so that's honestly been like 10, 12 years, 10, 12 years now. It's been a, been a minute actually, 12 years. Yeah. 12 years, yeah. Um, but no, it's honestly, it was a rocky road. Let me be completely honest. We did not like each other. Um, at first it, was it like, didn't oh. start like that though. It didn't. Yeah. At first it was like, okay, we go to the same church. We both sing in the choir. We do some similar things. And then I don't even know where it turned left. Yeah. I just kept going left. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we went to college and we had like a really, really bad falling out yeah. to the point where we didn't even speak or like if our group of friends went to the same place, we would not be in the same place together. Yep. Type thing. Yeah. Um, and now this is like one of my closest friends. Like I can't imagine doing life without you, but I think it's, honestly crazy and it's interesting because the reality is when a friendship is god ordained the enemy would do everything in his power 
separated. Yes. No, that's that's so good. I'm going to fill in some of the parts that you left out. <laughs> so me and Tommy, we had... We we're both very leader oriented people. Like we both have this spirit of leadership as well. Um, and because that's our calling, sometimes I felt like we used to clash in the past. Like we did a lot of the same things. Like we were um, ASA together. You know, she served under me, I served under her. Um, we did stuff in Caleb Crew at Jesus House. You know, I served under you, you served under <laughs> me. So there was it was a lot of like that kind of tension. But at the core of it, I think it was pride mm-hmm. in both of us. It was almost like no, who can almost one up, like who's the boss today type Mm, thing. And I feel like that definitely affected our friendship at that point. But then I remember uh, senior year of high school, you were actually one of my closest friends again, Mm. because I remember you guys, you and Tolu were like coming to my house and stuff. And we spent like the whole summer together (laughs) before we were even going to, we were even going to be roommates. Do you remember that? We were going to be roommates in college. Literally. (laughs) God did not allow that thing to work. It would have been bad. It would have been bad because we stopped talking to each other. And the thing is, neither one of us remember why we stopped talking to each other. I don't remember. I can't, but I think that just shows the validity of how it's not, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? So, even in, in, in that, I don't know what happened for us to reconcile, but I'm yeah. very grateful that we did. And even, like, I guess 2020 was another year for us that was kind of, like, awkward yeah. again. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, like, the enemy just likes to really separate friends. Like, even the Bible says, you know, Gossip, gossip will destroy the best of friends. Yeah. And I don't think it was a gossip thing at yeah. all with us, but that just goes to show that even the word says that the enemy goes and attacks friendships as yeah. well. So when he, when that's 2020, it wasn't even like we hated each other or nothing. Like it was just like, hey girl. It was just, <laughs> we went back to like acquaintances. It was so, yeah, it was it was weird. so weird because the whole 2020, weird. I was with you. And then all of a sudden, like, I guess something changed, something changed. after your birthday, I something changed. But nevertheless, I thank God for reconciliation. I thank God that we've grown. Like, I always tell Tommy, out of majority of my friends, Tommy's growth is the one I've seen the most. And I always tell her that because it's different to say you're growing and then it's actually different to actually grow. <laughs> you know, people yeah. always think they're growing. Yeah, everyone thinks they're growing. Yeah, no, great. No, yeah, no, great. Right. <laughs> But I, I've seen it so much, and in you, um, maturity-wise, like calmness, <laughs> I, I feel like people. I'll blow out. Yeah. <laughs> what? Even like the Holy Spirit, like I've seen that develop so much in you, and in our relationship as yeah. well for each other, um, just to grow together. And I think that's important. Like we grew together. Yeah. That's one thing I can say that's for helped sure. our friendship. So, what do you think? Um, how how would we tell people whether they should reconcile or not? Because we did, right? But we have yeah. friends that we've been friends with, and that we we ain't reconciling. Yeah. Um. I think it's important to note um, that as human beings, we're flawed, and we're always going to make mistakes, no matter how perfect we try to be. Because there's no such thing as a perfect person. Um. But I think there's a difference between not being a perfect person and being someone who intentionally hurts others. Wow. Um, I think when I look at our friendship and what we've been through, there was never an intentional thing behind it. Like, oh, I want to do this to hurt this person or I'm doing this knowing that this will hurt this person, but I really don't care. Um, None of that was intentional. Now, could we have been more intentional about how we were with each other in the positive way? Absolutely. 
But since there was no intentional like hurt there, um, I think that leaves a room for opportunity for both sides to grow. Yeah. So for the person that's been hurt, it's like it gives you the opportunity to forgive and move forward. But for the person that was doing the hurting, it gives you an opportunity to learn about how your actions affect others and be better. So I think when there's no intentional hurt there, it's a possible thing if wow. both parties are willing to grow. That's good. No, I, wow. I couldn't have said that any better myself. And, and I think the key point that you, you put out there was willing to grow. Like we said, like people say they're growing and they're actually not. Like yeah. I really do believe in seasons, right? And I think people do outgrow people, but that doesn't mean like you're supposed to outgrow everybody. Like I saw yeah. this one post on Instagram saying, be careful letting go of the wrong person. Mm. Right. And I feel like a lot of the times people fall into that bracket and it's like you literally are chasing away your destiny helper. And that's the only person that was going to keep you accountable. That's the only person that was going to love you like Christ loved the church. Like that's the only person that was in your corner at that time to help you in that appointed season. But because of pride, because of malice, because of jealousy, Mm. all these things that human nature naturally makes us submit to almost, you know, because we are flawed, period. Everybody. And descendants. Everybody. There's no if, you know, oh, but I'm perfect. No, it's, we are all flawed. Like the word literally says the heart of man is literally wicked. Yeah. Period. Right. So when I know that you, that means you have to challenge the wicked heart. Yeah. Every day. Absolutely. When our heart wants to envy that friend, like you always say one thing that always has stuck to me and it's just like, you know, when God is blessing one person, um, that's near you, he's in the neighborhood. And I've always I've always lamented since you told me that when we were like in high school, like that's how I move, mm-hmm. literally. Like, or if it's, it's a blessing for me or something, I always try to see how I can bring the people around me along. And I think that's what friendship is. I remember I, I made a TikTok about this conversation because it was just so heavy on my heart at the time. I was going through a friendship loss that really, really hurt me. And I told God, like, what do you, what do you want to be birthed out of this? And you know, mm-hmm. honestly, He told me to write a book. He told me to write a book about that, right? And I'm still working on it. Um, But I did take a pause on it because it was so, it's so painful to deal with friendship hurt. And I think people don't, I would say it's equally or even more as painful than a relationship hurt, like a romantic relationship hurt. um, Because it's somebody that you've been with for time. That there's certain vulnerabilities we share with each other as friends that our significant other has to take a little bit of time to get to know. Yeah. Right. Because they didn't live it with us. So even in that season, he told me, um, you know, to write that book and stuff and to talk about how I feel, which I'm not very good at. But it helped me. It helped me understand where things went left and helped me understand that, you know, the Bible says that um, laying laying down your life for one another is the greatest sacrifice. And it's just like, think about your friend. Would they be able to do that for you? (sighs) Think about them. No, I think that's I think that's a very, very real question. I think you brought up a very good point when you mentioned the hurt that comes from friendships. I think we're so focused on romantic relationships that we don't even honestly, sometimes we don't even recognize how much the loss of a certain friendship hurts. Um, because it's not really what's addressed as much in society, right? And I think it's because... Um, it's almost like with romantic relationships with the way the streets are, because we know the streets is ghetto, okay? <laughs> but I think to an extent, there's always like this thing in the back of your mind that it might not work out. Yeah. But wow. when it's a friendship, 
it's almost like this expectation that it's gonna last. So then when it doesn't, it's like, whew, like that was my person. You know, this is the person that I would have run to for anything, you know what I'm saying? So I think when it's when we think about it like that, it's like, dang, friendship hurt. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It's it's painful. And it's it's just like we ask God to heal the things that, you know, a lot of people go through. I we need to ask for healing and deliverance of friendship hurt. Because hurt people hurt people. That mm -hmm. saying is one that stands regardless of who you are, regardless of what you've been through. Hurt people hurt people. Like it got to a point where I didn't you know, want to foster relationships with people because I was just hurt. I, I didn't, I re especially because of how it transpired. Um, I lost two friends at the same time. Um, I lost more than two friends at the same time, now that I think about it. Um, somebody I was really, 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 really close to, and, and then like a romantic thing, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. So... <laughs> It was just hard, like I and I remember you told me that, like just don't put your guard up like that, like don't shut everybody else out because of what some people did, and it really spoke to me because it made me realize that there are people that I can trust with certain things, yeah. and then there are people that I can't, yeah. and I have to be real with myself, like I didn't want to be like strong or Manila all the time. I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to put that facade back on me because yeah. people betrayed my trust. Yeah. I think it's life though. Um, and I think it's something I am learning. Um, but just going into an, another form of this friendship stuff, I think gossip is one of the main deterrents of friendships. What do you think? And I feel like we as Christians indulge in it a lot, not knowing that it's also a sin. 100%. Um, I'm trying to think about it um, to kind of get my thoughts together. Um, when you say that, what do you mean? Um, it's like gossip amongst each other or gossip about other, other people, people to, to each, each other. other? I think both. I think eventually what is said would always come to light. Mm -hmm. And I always say that there's three sides to a story. Yeah. Your side, my side, and God, mm -hmm. the truth. Because yeah. the way you perceive something is not how I'm going to perceive it. And the way I perceive it, you're also not going to perceive it like that all the time, right? Yeah. And I think that's where clashing happens a bit because it's just like, girl, you remember you remember something wrong. And I'm like, no, I remember, right? It's almost like a back and forth thing. But when I say gossip, I mean like talking about other people and then the person finds out and it's you not matching what you said to, to me, yeah. to the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, or he says, he said, I think a lot of, it's almost like the game's telephone. Yeah. That's a it, the thing keeps coming around in the conversation, like, and it's not, everyone's story is not making sense. Like yeah. who is telling the truth? Um, and I think that's something I've, I've experienced as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, one thing to note is that if you have a friend that gossips about other people to you, know that they are gossiping about you to somebody else. Hello. Um, it's almost that, what's that saying? That um, a tiger doesn't change its stripes. Like the end, at the end of the day, right? If that's something you allow and you welcome in your friendships, you have to understand that they're doing it outside about you as wow. well. Okay. Um, and so I wonder with friendships like that, how can one be truly vulnerable? <laughs> and if you're not being vulnerable, then is this someone that you call your friend? Because I do think in society, we wow. throw the word friend 
around a lot. Um, it makes me remember how we read that book, Relational Intelligence, understanding how to categorize people. Yeah. Everybody is not your friend. Yep. Some people are your acquaintance. Yeah. But that's the issue, okay. and that's okay, right? But the issue is we don't recognize how to place people. And because we don't do that, we have issues because we have expectations yep. of people. Yep. And it's like, if you're my friend, why wouldn't you do this? Yeah. If you're my friend, why wouldn't you think of me? But are they really thinking of you as a friend? And even putting that title on somebody, if I, I said this to somebody once, um, being called a friend is not a right, it's a privilege. So it's like, it's not something meant to be thrown around, but wow. I think it's become so normalized. We don't even think about what it means to actually be a friend. We just give people that label. And so because they don't recognize it as a privilege, they move around with it so frivolously. Yeah. And they don't yeah. come back to you and move with you as a friend should. No, oh, that's so good. And that just goes back to this conversation I, I had. And I literally was telling, um, I think it was a TikTok conversation too. And I literally said that, People don't understand the power of a friend. The Bible says a, yeah. a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Brother is blood. Brother is blood, like flesh, flesh of my flesh, bone of yeah. my bone, right? Friend is an option. Mm. So if I'm taking you on, why is my life worse than when you... Yeah. I, I don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> why would my life literally be worse with you in it yeah. than without you in it? Yeah. I, I've just never... And when I think about that, I think what the Holy Spirit told me during that time that I was going through that is like, why am I chasing something that is also an option? Mm. And that option didn't choose me. <sighs> that option also did not choose me, but I'm chasing it. That's a hard pill to swallow. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Very much so. But I think we all go through it. In yeah. some capacity, we've all had... Friendship hurt. And I, I really just want us to get to the healing yeah, portion absolutely. of it. So what would what would you consider healing? What takes place to heal from friendship hurt? Do you have to go back to the person and try to talk it out? Do you not talk it out and just move on? What, mm. what, do, what would you say takes precedence? That's hard. Um, I guess I can only speak from what my experience has been like with healing from friendship hurt. Um... I think the first step is first admitting that you're hurt. Okay. Cause I think we oftentimes pride steps in, right? And it's like, I'm not gonna let you hurt me, da, 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 all this stuff, right? But we're not actually acknowledging the fact that we're hurt. And in order for healing to begin, that has to be addressed. Like you have to admit this is like I'm hurt yep. by what took place here. Yep. Um, I think people talk about getting closure and talking to the person to find out. But honestly, that's not always an option. No. Sometimes conversations like that, instead of helping you, can more so hurt you even more. Yep. Like finding certain things, like you say, like ignorance is bliss. Wow. Like funny. knowing more is not always good. Knowing that's more good. can be more painful than it was before. So I think with that, it's like, one, you definitely have to tap into the Holy Spirit yep. and asking God to help you. Yep. Um, wow. And then it's also surrounding you with people that love you. Because I think sometimes when we come from friendship hurt, we start to question. It's like stages, like, you know, stages of grief. You kind of have to go through those stages where, you know, you're first accepting what happened. You're you're ang like you're angry. You're this, you're that. Right. But it's also I think sometimes we question, like, was I not a good friend? Yeah. Like, what did I do? what did I do to deserve this? 
Was it something I did? And maybe sometimes it was. You. Sometimes you did because the reality is, in order to grow, you have to always understand that in every situation you played a part. Yep. Right. Whether that's you hurting the person or you putting yourself in a position to be hurt or whatever that is, recognize that you played a part. So if you can look at the totality of the relationship, recognize the part that you played. Okay. That can help you grow. And then also surround yourself with people that love you. Like truly love you, not love you by name. Yeah. Ooh. Love not love you. you by name is insane. Because that's another word we throw around a lot. Everybody wanna I love you, I love you. Okay, but what happens when the going gets tough? Do you love me or do you love what I can do for you? And because you I'm no longer me. able to do that for you, do you no longer love me? Quote unquote. So I think wow. surrounding yourself with wow. people that love you can also help you through that difficult time because it's hard. Yeah. And it's going to take time. Nah, everything you just said is spot on. And and I think that goes back to the way we love. And it's so flawed. The way we love is is not the way God ordered us. Yeah. So because God is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is all these things. Yeah. But are we patient? Yeah. Are we kind? Mm. Are we? <laughs> like, you know, when you go back to the end of yourself, think about all the things that you played a part in. And think about how they ended up. And I, and I always try to challenge myself to do that because I am not perfect. I'm yeah. not, but I know I'm not evil. And I know mm. I'm not malicious. And I know my heart never wishes ill on anyone. Yeah. So if I fought for you as a friend and you didn't fight back, mm. you're no longer my friend. You are no longer my friend. I'm not going to sit there and dwell in a place where my spirit is not welcomed. Yeah. And a lot of the times we linger somewhere longer than we were supposed to ever be there mm-hmm. because of, I see the best in that person. It's almost like staying in a relationship. That's that potential. Is even potential in uh. friendship. Let's talk about it. Because <laughs> even potential in friendship, it's like the red flags you see in the relationship mm. that makes you run. You see those same things in a friendship and you stay. Mm. And you stay. You even get closer. You even, <laughs> you even get closer. Contention of what? Uh-huh. No, it's it's not how God has ordered us to live. Yeah, it's not. Sorry. It's not how God has ordered us to go about life. Like literally Amos 3 3, I wrote it down and it says, Can two people walk together without agreeing on the, the direction? Yeah. That two people is not just spouses, it's friendship as well. Because your life you know, and I, I struggled with that growing up so much, especially with our faith and stuff, like being saved at such a young age. Yeah. It was one of my biggest deterrents in a lot of my relationships because it's just like, I wanted the best and I wanted somebody to also keep me accountable. How are you saved and you felt like you were keeping everyone accountable? And then when you, when the going got tough, then you felt like you had nobody there. Mm. You would not, you would miss church for five months. Nobody knew. That was literally my life literally my life and i remember that sermon pastor Stephen preached and me and you had talked about him saying yeah. who are your three who are those people that are going to carry yeah, you yeah, just three who are those people that are going to carry you to the feet of jesus and say we are not leaving until you're healed mm. and at that time i didn't have that three mm. and i thought i did and i had so many people around me That's the thing. that thing broke my heart that you can be in the midst of people and still feel empty. Mm. That is the worst feeling. And I don't wish that on anybody. And just going back to the healing thing is that we're called to forgive and we're called to take accountability. Like you said, you know, like 
Pastor Stephen will always say something like, what's the most common factor in all the relationships you have? You are. Whether you tolerate it, whether you caused it, whether you want to linger there a little bit, it doesn't, you are the common denominator. So we have to take it up in ourselves to free ourselves and ask the Holy Spirit to help enable us to get out of certain relationships and to bring new ones. Because you're not meant to do life alone. Like, yes, we talk about, you know, leaving friendships and stuff like that. But also let's talk about community. Like you need it. Absolutely. So how do you build your community and how has your community like helped enable you with your faith, whatever in life that happens? Yeah. Um, honestly, I kind of think about it like this. Like, you know how we're always talking about, oh, when you're trying to look for the right partner, make a list. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like a checklist okay. for friendships. Okay. Um, starting from one, right? Now, this doesn't mean I can't associate or talk to anyone who's not necessarily sharing the same faith as me. Yeah. But if this is someone that I'm going to, because I don't use the word friend lightly. If I consider you a friend, you're family to me. So it's like, if I'm going to call you a friend, I need you to be able to, one, I need you to be able to help me grow. Yeah. Um, I don't want yes men around me because yes men ain't never helped nobody. (laughs) I don't want that. Um, That's facts. Your pursuit of your relationship with God. Is there one? Because I think I think at one point I used to fool myself and think um, that stuff could work out. But I think the reality is we will find ourselves in two different places in life because we're not going the same way like you were talking about. We're going in two different directions. So that's also very important to me as well. Um, and then are you genuinely someone who is trying to be a better person. And I say, are you trying to be a better person? Because I recognize and I realize that everyone, we all have our backgrounds, we all have our baggage, our past hurts, our past whatever. Um, And so it's gonna make us sometimes do things that maybe out of character or might not be who we want to be. But are you making an effort to be a better version of yourself? And then are you trying to love me the way I need to be loved? That matters to me because it's something I try to do for others as well. Um, and that also comes with an atmosphere or area of intentionality. Will okay. you be intentional in our friendship? Okay. Will you call me? Because you know I'm horrible at texting. Will you try to plan stuff so we can see each other? Are you comfortable with us not talking for two months? Wow. Like, is That's that like is that you? Because I don't do that too much. Separation, da da da, whatever. I personally <laughs> cannot do that. It will not work. Simple. Yeah. So these are some of the things that I kind of look for. What do you what do you look for? No, that's good. And and I think what the one the one point that you just said is the stuff that you look for, but it's not only what you're looking for, it's also what Christ has called us to look for. I feel like a lot of people would really negate the fact that God has called us to be intentional yeah. in every area of life. They never mention that part. And you know, I feel like we just had that conversation at the Yahweh Impacts thing and it's yeah. like why do we not bring up intentionality but i know why because we're so fickle as human beings we choose when we want to be intentional you're not a consistent person and that's a character flaw if your character is changing every time with your consistency something is wrong yeah something is wrong so what i look for is people who uplift me and not words of affirmation i'm talking about in the spirit yeah Because a lot of the things that we battle 
in the flesh, it don't matter if you're not taking it to bat in the spirit. And that's one thing I can really attest for me, you and Miguel's relationship. Like, I know we were ordained to be friends. Like, literally, you two are my closest friends. And when I think about how we wore for each other, I don't see that anywhere else. I've been desiring that my entire life for people. Ooh, I'm getting choked up. <laughs> I've been in. Di- I've been desiring that my entire life for people who pray for me. Yeah. Like their life depended on it, cause yeah. it does at times. Yeah. And when I see that in my friendships, it just it warms my heart, cause that's what I am for people, and yeah. I just want people to understand that when I can't speak. When I don't have the strength to tell people what's going on yeah. or what I'm struggling with, just pray for me. Yeah. Go to ba- don't say you're gonna pray for me. Pray Do for it. me. <laughs> Actually, pray for me, and yeah. that's something I look for in my closest friends. I'm not talking about all my friends. Yeah, the people that yeah. I call brother and sister. Yeah. Please understand that there's some level of expectation to that. Absolutely. Um, the next thing I would say I would look for is loyalty. Yeah. Loyalty. <laughs> I, I need some type of reassurance that I'm keeping you around for a good reason. Yeah. I'm not keeping you around because you're now take, t- taking what I'm confiding in you and to the it's next person. Yeah. That trust being broken is one of the hardest things to ever rekindle. And not only for you, rekindle for everyone else who's to come after you. Even a significant other. Like we struggle with stuff like that when it comes to spouses and stuff because we've been hurt before. We've been betrayed before. So yeah. loyalty is really important to me. Um, I would say people who look introspectively, Mm. who can look within themselves and understand where they need to grow and also look within me and say, you can do better in this area. Like you said, the yes man thing, I don't want a yes man around me either. And that's why, you know, even me and you being accountability partners and stuff like that, I know certain conversations I have with you is going to be hard, right? To even hear what your response is going to be, but I know it's going to help me. I know it's going to make me grow. I know it's going to allow me to not be stagnant, you know? And I think those are kind of, those are the main things I look for. And just people who love. Just love, like people don't love, no people don't love. <laughs> and the love is always conditioned on how you love me first. That's not what Christ called us to do. And I just wish people understood that if we actually genuinely loved our friends, yeah. life wouldn't look how life looks today. Yeah. All the the gossip, the back and forth, the switching friend groups every every single time. You're always in a different friend group. That's not normal. Let me be very clear. That's not normal to just be going, oh, this especially those friend groups are enemies. Why are you the common why are you the common denominator in a group of enemies? Unless you're the savior. Unless God has called you to save why are you jumping back and forth? It's almost like People have no genuinity to them at all. Mm. They're not genuine. They're not real. People aren't real anymore. And I see that a lot. Mm. And when I see that, I keep my distance because it's like, I don't even want to false or succumb to that friend group because I know what they're about. You know what I mean? So those are kind of the stuff I look for the most just to reassure me that I am not investing time in something useless. Friendship is a time investment. You spend money. Okay. Well, if you're that kind of friend, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I like buying my friends gifts randomly. I like yeah. taking them out, whatever. If you're that kind of friend, it's, it's money, it's time, it's tears, it's sowing seeds, it's Absolutely. prayers, it's all these things. Like, yeah. we should not be fickle in our friendships. Yeah. Period. I agree. You know? So, girl, as we wrap up, is there anything that you would like to tell the queens? Um, 
that will help them grow in this season and in this area of friendship? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you find yourself right now in a time where maybe you've lost some friendships and you're feeling kind of lonely um, or you're just having difficulty connecting with people, I'm going to tell you there's better out there. Um, there is. But the only way you'll receive it is if you're open to it. Um, you have to be careful of not allowing what one person did to determine what everyone else will do. That's good. Um, Maybe that person just wasn't for you, but God does have people out there for you. Um, but also make sure that as you're praying to God for that friend that you want, you need to check, are you being that friend as well? Yes. Yeah. Um, so even this time when you're praying for that friendship, work on you, work on being a better listener, a better friend, a better person to people. Um, and that friend will find you. You'll find each other, honestly, because there's just an attraction that kind of grows, right? It's almost like, I know like with my friendships, the ones that are really lasting are still here. It's like, there's something that's kind of attracted us to each other. Yeah, that's anchored us to each other. So it's like, if you're working on you, the rest will come. Um, and if you have friends right now and that's where you're at, then cherish them. Don't take them for granted. Um, you never know. This could be, you can have them today and not have them tomorrow. You want to make sure that your friends know that you love them um, and truly invest in those relationships if they mean something to you. Honestly, Tommy, that was well said. I'm so, so grateful that you came to this podcast, honestly. And you're my first guest. And that's for a reason, of course. And I, and I, I couldn't have thought of a better person with a better conversation to kind of kick off this season as well. Because um, I've been talking a lot about our faith, like faith-based podcast, but yeah. real life things happen even within faith, including friendship prayer. Um, and I, and I really want us to, you know, be examples of what we're preaching and practicing and, and which I can say we are, especially in this topic. Um, and just choosing wisely, like Tommy said, like understanding that whatever you're praying for, make sure you are that as well. Yeah. You know, I think that's the biggest thing I want to tell you Queens, um, as you grow, like this is a podcast that's going to be uncomfortable at times. And that's just the honest truth. Like if you're talking about hashtag grow, understand that the growth that you're desiring is going to be uncomfortable. It's almost like growing pains. Like when, when a baby is coming into their full being, you know, their muscles are stretching and all these things, it's uncomfortable. Literally it's, it's a stretching, right? But we're supposed to stretch. We're supposed to stretch our faith. We're supposed to stretch our capacity in order for us to grow as well so thank you so much Tommy this is not going to be the last time y'all hear her on this podcast but thank you for joining us and honestly Queens I just cannot wait for you guys to hear what the rest of the seasons has in store for you and the other guests that we have coming your way as well I pray that your week is blessed I pray that your life is blessed and that everything that God has in store for you shall be yours this week and forevermore in Jesus name thank you guys